Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here. And it's time to do Pick'ems once again. We do them for the five big shows. And it's weird that we're doing it back-to-back months because now Money in the Bank is in May. The crazy, crazy Money in the Bank Pick'em podcast. Over Skype, I have three of the other members of the Swoggle Squad joining me. First, I believe he is home in Nashville, Tennessee. It is Michael Whitten. Yeah, back at home. I had to make a quick round trip to Phoenix. And a lot of fun, but it's it's always good when you get back and you can sleep in your own bed. It's one of the best things ever. It's up there with like free beer and dark chocolate. Yeah, I mentioned I had me before the dark chocolate pot. Um, I yeah. mentioned to I forget who it was in New York for WrestleMania. I was like, "Fuck, you know what's underrated about like like going home? Your fucking shower and your bed. Isn't it mm-hmm. great?" Mm-hmm. Um, in Chicago, is Spencer. I love dog chocolate and I love shower bed. <laughs> I, heard, I heard dark chocolate. What was the other thing? Well, this is a comedy of errors. <laughs> <laughs> why are you making Spencer? Why are you making Spencer record from the kitchen, Rich? No, he's, his microphone's not on. Uh, let's try again. Mo, you said you don't want to do any edits, right? <laughs> nope. No, this is one hundred percent staying in. <laughs> okay, good. But I would like to know what you also love besides dark chocolate. Uh, lamp. Oh. <laughs> you son of a bitch! I'll just never know. I'm not. I'm never going to re-listen to this, and I'm never going to know what you love. Uh, and speaking of, I'm never going to know what you love. Rich is in the Segway spot tonight. <laughs> Rich wow! <is> the- <laughs> <No>. Fuck! <laughs> I That's never dark. No, chocolate. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll tell you one thing that I love is. Freelance wrestling here in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. Um, what the day this this show drops, uh, Freelance is having their Rumble show, and it, I encourage you to go at the Logan Square Auditorium here in Chicago because we are going to attempt doing a live Rumble. Whoa! Yeah, we've always talked about it. The exactly. Closest ever, the closest we ever got was that WrestleCon Rumble that we tried to write everything down, and then we realized it was going to be like twelve dollars a drink. <laughs> Yeah, no, the drinks are relatively reasonably priced. Uh, so, yeah, um, it'll be a good time. Any hot big names in that one? Um, boy, I could look it up. But the rest of the card also like looks fucking great. Uh, title match is going to be uh, Ethan Page versus Ricky Shane Page in a battle of the pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who's going to be the page master, do you think? That's what we need to find out. Probably... Uh, Pageman. That's not a thing. Nope. <laughs> I'm hoping for a Patrick Stewart running. As uh, was he? He was adventure in that movie, right? Was horror adventure and fantasy? Well, you know way more about it than I do. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the Page Master Master. <laughs> yeah, I'm Page Master Squared. All right, Best hype well, man in the business. <laughs> yep. uh, yes, boy. 
So we're here to do Money in the Bank picks. Uh, if uh, you're new here, then uh, you know normally we always do our Pick'em podcast for the biggest shows. We always did it for Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, and SummerSlam. Never really did it for Survivor Series, the traditional big four. But a few years ago, we started doing Money in the Bank because it's, up until this year, been treated like a big show. Um, at least because to me, I don't feel like this is a big pay-per-view this year because it's coming right after WrestleMania. And it's coming in the midst of a lot of other things going on. But we're going to uh, stick with tradition. We're going to do Money in the Bank picks. It is our first show of a new Pick'em season. So a complete clean slate. All your all your errors and misgivings and issues from last season are out the window, boys. We're starting totally fresh. Um, I will point out that I will start the season, though, with one bonus point. Because I had the best bracket for March of Madness is customary. So that is the only benefit there. Uh, we have eight undercard matches and two Money in the Banks to rate. So uh, let's just get started, huh? The Cruiserweight Championship match, which I'm sure will be bumped to the pre-show at some point. But when we made our picks, it hasn't been done yet. Your champion, Tony Nice versus your challenger, Arya Davari. I can't believe I made it through that. Rip, go ahead. For the sheer fact that I am learning about what this matchup is right now, or today, when we're making these picks, I'm going with Tony Nese for one point. Because he just won it, and Arya Davari? Yeah, it turns out when you call, when you uh, move Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy to other brands, you don't have any other guys on 205 Live. Or you do, but Davari's now an agent. <laughs> so his brother's getting a pay-per-view match. Witten. <laughs> Uh, for the sheer fact that I saw that at the end of 205 Live, uh, Davari were standing over Nice holding the title. I have Tony Nice for seven points. Oh, look at you using logic and shit. I will rinse and repeat exactly what Widen said because I have Tony Nice for seven as well. The card carry member of the Tony Nice fan club, Spencer. Yeah, I mean, I love Tony so much, I put eight points on him winning. <laughs> One for each abdominal muscle. What man? Why? Why are you going to be so mad when that doesn't happen? And you you just want to blame Tony Nice for I losing just, your eight points? Yeah. Uh, we well, say we, we it's a clean slate, so I'm I'm ready to win on the back of Tony Nice this year. I mean, you did just say that his brother's an agent, so he's got that backstage pool. Davari, that is. Yes. Uh, I don't want to edit, but I do have to use my final power that I have available right now, and I hate using it so early. The champ is here! The champ is here! The champ is here! The champ is here! And I'm doing this because Tope is not here to do the two very mean things I'm going to do to him uh, eventually, whenever I get back around to being champion. And because the way Tope ordered uh, the Twitch picks... They he did them from the people who are owes owes the most amount of stuff to least amount of stuff. So we got to rectify that. So Spencer, my man, what I need you to do is the next chance you're on your own computer machine. There, I want you to sit down. I want you to write a Civil War era love letter to Tony Nice. Okay, <laughs> mm, sure. I can't, I can't be the only writer in this bitch. Yeah, so, true. I'm not, I don't want any fan fiction. That's you know that's passe. I want you to to dig into your heart. And I almost made you play Civil War letters with Rich. I was but... about to say. <laughs> That'd be so much put blanks, you can put blanks in there if you want. <laughs> Whatever you want to yeah. do. But 
The Civil War and Tony Nese. No, I won't use any blanks. I'll just use real bullets when I shoot myself in the head. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> real Bland- Brandon Lee situation here for the Tony Nese uh, war letter. Um, all right, moving on. Tony Nese, is- <laughs> Tony, Nese <laughs> his- Tony Nese has made us go off the rails already. United States Championship match. Samoa Joe, the champion, defending against Rey Mysterio. Spencer, kick us off. What do I got here? I'm doing. By the way, I should mention um, how long have we, how long have we been recording? Like five minutes? Yeah, like eight eight minutes. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. Then yeah, then I've done all my picks in eight minutes. It's impressive, Thanks. honestly. Thanks. Someone's got to be Augie on the show. This year is my year. Uh, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio for the <laughs> what'd you say? <laughs> Joe Mysterio right? U.S. title. Yeah. Oh, uh, very good. Uh, Samoa Joe for six. Right? It's got to be. Come on. Rey Mysterio got fucking cold cocked last time he was on the ring. Yeah, I got Joe for three. Uh, I, I, eventually, Samoa Joe has to choke Rey Mysterio's son out, right? Like, I refuse <laughs> to believe I refuse to believe Rey is going to win anything until Joe fucks Dominic up. So I'm just going to keep picking Joe until that happens. Oh, are the, oh fuck. Rich, go ahead. Uh, either that or Rey Mysterio's large adult son turns on him. Oh, no. Because why not? That'd be fun. Uh, and yeah, I, I also have Joe for three. I thought you were going to say uh, Ray wins, and then Joe, in retaliation, because he lost the title, then beats up Dominic, which now I'm horrified of happening. Hmm. Widen. Well, I hope that does happen, because I have Ray Mysterio. It's only for one point, but the reason I have that is because they moved on to Mysterio fighting against Cesaro. So I can see Mysterio winning and going and moving on to Cesaro and giving Cesaro a title shot. I can see something like that happen. But unsure because I still think Joe could win, so I only have one point on it. I will see a Rey Mysterio-Cesaro match all day long because mm. the highlights I saw that match were excellent. So, yeah, more of that is fine by me. Not fine by me. Roman Reigns versus Elias for absolutely nothing except to get them both on the show. Uh, Widen. Uh, let's keep that uh, feel-good story going. I have Roman Reigns for all eight points. Spencer? Uh, I've got Reigns for five. They're they're not going to throw him away for Elias yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, you mentioned the feel-good story. Like, I wonder how long WWE is going to, like, keep being, keep feeding Roman safe people, you know? Yep. Like, eventually, they're going to have to, like, really test whether or not the audience is going to boo him or not. Yeah, man, if it was anybody else, I'd 100% agree with you. But, yo, we might be talking in 2022 and Roman Reigns still hasn't lost a goddamn match. <laughs> I'm just yeah. so I'm, I'm just saying, like, how, how long do they give him a, an opponent that people don't want to cheer him for? Yeah. You know? Gotcha. I, I, I gotcha. I, you're, you're saying that they're basically treading water and be like, they still like him. Go against right. him. But it's yeah. like Roman yeah. Reigns versus AJ Styles. It's like, pff, good luck. Like, yeah. You're going to get booed out of the building, Roman. As opposed to Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin. Right, exactly. Like, very yeah. safe picks to, like, their Roman will get cheered anyway uh i also have roman for eight because yeah he's not losing to elias no even if shane McMahon interferes it's he's not losing to fucking elias it's not happening rich roman reigns for eight and we'll all be mad (laughs) (laughs) especially spencer when aria davari is the new cruiserweight champion (laughs) uh a steel cage match and money in the bank how crazy uh shane mcmahon versus the miz I start this one. Oh, fuck. Uh, 
They're going back to Saudi Arabia, where this whole thing started. Oh, God. So, <laughs> back to the scene of the crime? Yep. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the main event is going to be The Undertaker and Goldberg also, by the way, Spencer. You don't know that. No, uh, I saw that on uh, something. The Discord? Uh, me, probably, the Discord. Oh. I, you know what? And I was just like, what the fuck? That's going to be like a 12-minute entrance and a minute-and-a-half fucking match. At least they keep booking stuff that we actively don't want to watch. That's true. It makes a very easy workout. Yeah. It's like um, a great beat you halfway. Who even wins that? I mean, Undertaker wins the match, but like, what the no, fuck? Who, no, Goldberg yeah. wins the match. You think? Yeah. When's the last match you've seen Undertaker win? Fucking John Cena, WrestleMania, two years ago. Just, like, who cares if Goldberg no. wins? Who cares if Undertaker no. wins? Taker what? beat Rusev at Greatest Royal Rumble in the casket match. Oh, you're right. I f- yeah. fucking. I somehow forgot about that. Yeah, go bury me it. softly, brother. <laughs> uh, also, also, I've gone on record saying uh, it's going to be a double DQ because two dipshits are going to interfere in that match, and they'll beat both of them up. They'll uh, respect, and that's it. You think one of those two guys is saying, "Yeah, I'll lay down for three seconds"? Fuck huh. no. That's interesting. Yeah, that's uh, Garrett. That's always what they said. How Austin and Hulk would have to end as well. It's going to the same principle. Um, anyway, uh, might as well end Shane and the Miz there. So if it's ending there, I mean, Shane still has to win here. So I have the Miz punching Shane McMahon off the top of somehow the, st- call the tallest steel cage ever and winning the match. I have Shane for two points. Rich. Yeah, I'm just going to keep picking the Miz for low stakes <laughs> amounts of points until he just fucking wins the feud. I have Miz for two. Or the Miz never wins the feud. <laughs> I mean, to- honestly, sure. You know, but I'm just going to keep going with what should happen. Yeah. Uh, win. Uh, I have the Miz. Uh, I have it for five. More so on the fact because I want this to end. <laughs> like this, I'm tired Will, of it. I'm willing to tired of it. Points. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired of looking at it. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm tired of it. I'm it's done been with seven it. months. Oh, don't worry. Seven, it's, it, it's felt like seven like years. <laughs> Well, I'll be watching AEW soon. Uh, Spencer. <laughs> yeah, I got Mr. 3. Uh, I didn't really put any thought into this, um, surprisingly. Um, stupid. Stupid. Hate it. I like his steel cage. <laughs> yeah. The reason why I said I was scared that Shane's not going to lose his feud is because I feel like eventually they're going to do Shane and Roman. So, uh, got to keep Shane. Shane apparently on SmackDown uh, got the pin in like the big tag match and just beat one of the Usos like clean. It's like, okay, well. That's that's something. Vince McMahon has done lost his goddamn mind. Uh, we'll we'll get there maybe at the end, depending on how long we run here. So uh, it's AEW. No, we gotta keep Luke Harper. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he can't go to AEW. They'll ruin us. Raw Women's Championship: Becky Lynch defending against Lacey Evans. Uh, who starts this one? Uh, I'll just reset. Rich, you start this one. I don't know. Lacey's an idiot. Becky for seven. <laughs> uh, Whitten. Uh, uh, sure. Lacey's an idiot. Becky for six. Spencer? So I think what you meant to say was Lacey's an idiot. Becky for seven. Thank you. Yeah. We just went back and forth there. Uh, Lacey is an idiot. Becky for six. (laughs) (laughs) The the idiot is growing on me. I 
I think she's pretty good on the stick, actually, but I don't really care about her. I mean, I don't care about, like, her uh, as, like, an in-ring talent or anything, but, like, in terms of, like, her character, yeah, I think she does a really good job on it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's as far as I will go to compliment her at this present moment. SmackDown Women's Champion, Becky Lynch again, uh, defending against Charlotte Widen. Uh, this one, I have Charlotte for two points. Um, I can see these matches going right back to back and mm-hmm. Lacey interferes somehow and costs Be- uh, Becky that title. So Charlotte can take it. It's going to happen sooner or later where Becky's going to have to drop one. And with Charlotte on raw, I mean, Charlotte on SmackDown and all the <clears throat> women talent they have there, Becky's got to stay on raw. So those are my well, reasons. What well, does it matter? Because anybody can just go on any fucking show, any fucking day, any fucking oh, time, God any fucking damn hour. Damn it! That's so. damn it. No, no, no. You're right, but you're also wrong. Welcome yeah, to I... watching WWE right now, Spencer. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, come October, that's not going to be happening anymore, probably, right? Because, like, mm. well, uh, yeah, I mean, yes, that is fair. But if anything, in fuck? October, there won't be two separate shows like at all because NBC and Fox are both like, we want everybody. So yeah. that's part of the problem. Huh. That's interesting. Um, yeah. I didn't really realize what I was looking at when I was looking at these. I didn't realize it was like I read Becky's name twice, but I didn't really understand <laughs> what that meant. Why are there two Becky Lynch's now? Are they like doinks? What is this? <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was just sort of like was Leslie at, Nielsen trying to figure out who the real Becky Lynch is. <laughs> I was just sort of looking at each match like in a vacuum. And so I chose Becky Lynch for one here. And that could still happen, yeah, but yeah, but but yeah, it's it's. I'm not. Yeah, like I was feeling already not confident by putting one point on it, and I'm a little less confident than that. <laughs> no, it's a it's a good hedge because now. So I was under the assumption that Raw's the A show. They're going to want their number one woman on the A show, but now it really doesn't matter. And maybe they want to like like I think somebody even mentioned it. Talk about you know like Becky almost being like the Batman like Night Quest storyline of the like she just gets worn down defending her titles. Twice mm. in a night for a, a few months. Yeah, um, sure. it's a it's a it's a totally fair point. Um, I went the safer, boring route with Charlotte for four, uh, just because. I mean, yeah. At, at this point, that's going to be here. You go. Here's your title, and uh, everything's back to normal. Uh, Rich. Yeah, I think Tope was the one that maybe brought up that not that specific reference, but that approach to Charlotte's booking. Not Charlotte, Becky Lynch. There's a slip. I took Charlotte for four because as much as I would like Becky two belts to keep going and there's still probably money in it, um, they still love themselves some Charlotte. And that would get Becky, you know, again, for whatever this is worth, back on Raw and throughout all the superstar shakeup and whatever that is worth, they still have done a good job of keeping the couples together. So her and Seth Rollins can keep mm. sucking each other's face. Jeez. <laughs> they kiss. God. They, they smooch. Yeah, they're kissing. And, and I, I didn't know they were together until I saw the picture. <laughs> there was, that was steamy. That was a horny kiss. A horny kiss. <laughs> God. They both won like the world title at WrestleMania. That poor hotel room. <laughs> that poor hotel room. By the way, uh, I do love that there's uh, two Becky Lynches, but it's uh, very obvious that Brian Lee is shorter than Becky Lynch, so it's ruined the whole time. It's a really inside reference. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, 
Jesus that's Brendan Lee's brother? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Touche. Uh, WWE Championship match. Kofi Kingston defending. That sounds good. Against Kevin Owens. Um, Widen starts this one. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Spencer starts this one. Let me find it on my list here. I'm pretty sure. I have, yeah, uh, I've got Kofi for four. I could envision KO winning. Maybe not right now, though. Like, if this match happened, like, two months from now, I might be inclined to pick Kevin, but, mm-hmm. yeah. So, Kofi for four. This is my one-pointer, because this is definitively the hardest match for me, because I feel like any Kofi title defense, like, when they did the triple threat with AJ and Sammy two weeks ago, I was like, well, fuck, Kofi might just lose this match right now. Like, yeah. we got our moment. And That's like, how long until they just, like, you had what you wanted. Because mm-hmm. also the previous night, he defended against Brian in a great match. It's like, man, okay, they're 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 running with him. I think that they're going to give KO something here because that was supposed to be his spot at WrestleMania that Kofi yeah. took. And I think that's part of their plan. And I also, my pick is KO for one. There's a lot more intriguing elements to me long-term in that story with Sammy now being in Money in the Bank, uh, with KO uh, having the title and New Jay still challenging him. I could see Big E being the one coming back and taking it off of him. A lot of different things going on there besides just Kofi retaining. Yeah, I think KO is a better story. So KO for one. Rich. One thing that I've been wanting to say. There could be so many good stories there, by the way. But Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, One thing I've I've been meaning to say, but we just haven't really been recording these types of episodes since Mania, is that belt looks fucking good on Kofi. Oh, yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. it just fits well. It just sits on his torso the right way. It looks fucking good. Right. And another thing is, you know, like, yeah, the, the, the general historic knowledge of it would allude to you got your moment. Right. And now it's time for us to move on. Mm-hmm. Except for the fact that I think that Kofi as your champion is working. Like he's staying well over and the stories are all still there. And I, yeah, like two months down the road, probably taking KL, but right now, like, no, let's ride this out. Let's stick with this. This is working. This is good. It's good. It's healthy. We're learning. We're growing. Uh, I got Kofi for five. He also is a perfect victim of a cash-in. Yep. I'm not saying immediately. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could but be he's susceptible. But he is, he is... Like I can visualize him being the one, and it's a more dra- uh, dramatic story. If you waited so long, not like this, you know. So, mm-hmm. fuck. Split, uh, win. Actually, that hmm, that does bring up a great point as far as well. No, I was ne- never mind. I was gonna say with this wild card rule, kid, whoever win Money in the Bank, could they challenge sure. for any title? I think that's already been the case the past couple of years, and they just haven't done it. Like, yeah, yeah, it, it has, it's been unspoken. The same thing with the Rumble. Like when they started doing the brand split again, they haven't explicitly said you have to do with one or the other. Right. Well, no. If anything, with the Rumble, they've explicitly asked, so like, the, "Hey, who are you yeah, going to go after?" I, it, it, they haven't been as as uh, forward with Money in the Bank as they have for right. that, but okay. I think it's implied. Okay, especially uh, with the way uh, things are now. Well, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I mean, at this point, I'm anticipating at this point, I'm anticipating Mr. Anderson and Damian Sandow coming back with their briefcase and being like, "Wild card, we can use these still, right?" (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all points said. Great points, gentlemen. Um, yeah, Rich pretty much took the words out of my mouth. Like, I could see KO maybe in a couple months, but not now. So I've got Kofi for three. I could also see a DQ scenario here. There's sure. one match that screams DQ. This one, this one screams it. To keep the story going. Yeah. Universal Championship. The match we've been waiting a very long time for. Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. Let's just do it right away. Uh, I start this one. He just beat Brock Lesnar. He's not losing this quickly. I have Seth Rollins for five. Because he probably has another date with Seth Rollins in Saudi Arabia. Because Brock Lesnar might as well just get an apartment over there. Uh, Everyone else is like, do we have to go these? And Brock's like, I want to go. He's like a dog going to fucking get ice cream. Rich. Yeah, I got Seth for six. Damn for six. Uh, Whitten. I have Seth for four, and I would not be surprised if a cash-in happened here. Keep both, you keep both AJ and Seth strong. They don't lose to each other, and it's just it's just an opportunity for someone to cash in. And and you keep that match still somewhat special, and you can have the ultimate winner at the end. I, I don't mind it. Uh, Spencer. I got Seth for two. I don't know what's going to happen here. <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs> as evident by your, as evident by your two confidence. These, these are two very good wrestlers. What didn't you say, gentlemen? I, I was going to give you shit for your shocking insight, but honestly, I wish more wrestling podcasters would let's take just, your lead. Let's just be honest here. Yeah. How much do these guys weigh? And just shut the fuck up. <laughs> admit, admit, you don't know. Yeah, I'm not trying anything. To, no, about this. I don't know anything more. No, I have nothing. I, I like these guys are good wrestlers. And I can't wait to watch them wrestle. I want to dig up <laughs> so bad and get him on a podcast. <laughs> God. All right. So this is the undercard matches. So uh, we not a lot of. Differences there, but uh, we got a lot of three people picking one person, one person picking the other. So that could be uh, interesting there. We'll go to the money in the bank matchup. So a little bit differently, we are going to give our confidence points for each individual participant. So your most confident person is going to get seven points. Your least confident, a big old goose egg, which can happen as evidenced by Spencer last year, who insisted Braun Strowman was not going to win money in the bank. I still insist that I'm right. I was so excited for him to be back in this, uh, be back in the Money in the Bank match <laughs> this year, and he got bumped on Monday because he would have been my zero pointer. <laughs> just, <laughs> just really, just the rubbins. Uh, but we get to the men's in a minute. We're going to start with the ladies. Ladies first. So, gentlemen, uh, every year I want us to get our zero pointer unanimous. I think it's very hard to do this year, but we'll still see what happens. Uh, so, your zero pointer for Money in the Bank. Uh, I will get it kicked off. She's already won it. And she's so much worse off now. I have Carmella for zero points. Rich? Here we go. Carmella for zero points. Right. I have faith here. Widden? Sorry. Damn it. But it's Dana Brooke for zero points. Okay. Spencer? I couldn't agree more. It's Dana for zero points. Come on. In a two-women Money in the Bank ladder match, who wins? (laughs) Carmella or Dana? I don't like... 
I don't like you know the hesitation that Mullet's given. I do not like the hesitation Mullet's given. You're, you're not going to like the hesitation I'm giving. Also, I, th- I thought Spencer's thing was, in a two-person ladder match, who do you got? Dana Brooker, the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, fair. I think a ladder for a promo. That's a joke, yep. Yep, that's the ladder is the ladder is a better promo. Right, ladder uh, a few words. <laughs> the the one pointer, uh, Rich. I've got your other winner in this match. I've got Alexa Bliss for one. Wow, I don't think they want to double. There's it's I'm such so a it's such a short history. There's no reason to double up already. I agree, which is why I think it's crazy that you'll think they won't do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm so uh, leave my apartment. I, <laughs> I also have Alexa for one, so I'm 100% agreeing with Rich. And as he was talking, I was going to make the point that Spencer just made. I was like, fuck, if they were going to do it with anybody, of course it's Alexa Bliss. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think they trust her to climb that far up. I honestly want to see how far they trust her to go up a ladder at this point. She's tough. Because that girl girl opens up a Pringles can, and the next thing you know, she's got a torn ACL. (laughs) In her brain. Uh, Widen. Just... When I started doing this, I kind of broke down who was on Raw, who was on SmackDown, who was on Heels, and who's their faces. And that's kind of what drove me to, to my decisions, um, and which I can clarify later on if needed. For one point, I have Natalia. Okay, Natty for one. Spencer, um, I'm a uh, I'm uh, Naomi for Naomi for one. Naomi for one. Okay. Uh, the two pointer, Widen. Uh, for t- two points, this is where I have Carmella. Okay, Spencer. Uh, this is where I have Natty. Yes, where I have Natty. This is also where I have Natalia for two points. Rich, keep matching up with me, baby. Oh, I wanted to, Babalu. <laughs> I don't know. I think I might just call her calling you Babalu. I like it. What? Just call me <laughs> Babalu. It's got like a sort of like a fifties or sixties kind of thing. Not dig it. Yeah. Uh, I the, here's where I have Dana Brooke. All right. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> oh, let's get let's keep going. Yeah, let's oh. keep moving, huh? Let's keep well, fucking moving. <laughs> I hope that we all points. have a first for a seven pointer because i I wanna feel it. For three points, I have Naomi. Rich. For three points, here's where I have Natty. Okay. Widen. For three points, I have Naomi. Okay, and Spencer. For three points, I have Carmella. So we're all basically in agreement with the bottom half. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. Well, I yeah, think we are the exact four same people, but just switch with around. one glaring exception. <laughs> with one glaring exception, as Whitney said. Yes, <laughs> with one big glaring dumb exception. Oh, I can't how, wait. High, how high can we go? Well, it's not my turn. It's Rich's turn. Rich. This is like watching any professional sports draft and. Seeing how far somebody is falling in a draft. <laughs> this was me yesterday during the NBA draft lottery when the Lakers jumped into the top four. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, here we go. Somebody failing up. Uh, this is also me doing this exact same thing with Kofi Kingston before that Beast in the East show. Because I thought Brock Lesnar was going to rip his arms off and steal his briefcase. Yeah. Uh, uh, four and also... Dan Gilbert's kid had no, no, no right to roll his eyes when they didn't get a good fucking pick. That's just how he looked, Rich. Brat. No, no, no. Come on. Don't do that. I have Naomi before. Moving. Don't say anything. I I will not repeat what I told Tony last night. Widen. For four points, I have Mandy Rose. 
Okay, Spencer. Uh, no, I've got Bailey here. Yeah, Bailey. It's Bailey. We're getting some differences here now. I have Ember Moon for four points. Okay. Right. I just don't see her. I just don't see her holding a briefcase. Yeah. Like, is that a weird, is that a weird she has case? two hands. Uh, <laughs> I probably put. I probably got her way too high on this list. My bias is showing on this list. Uh, honestly, that is like a big intangible of this. Is like. What do, what will they look like with a briefcase? It's, it works. I think that's huge. It works a lot better for Tom than his brother. Like it did not work for Braun at all. Yeah. It looks like he was carrying a wallet. Sure, at, at best a clutch. <laughs> <laughs> she does that like rising up kind of entrance. She does like the movements and stuff. The lights are dark. Like that doesn't fit with the Money in the Bank winner. She should absolutely be the one to win it because she needs it the most. But I just I don't think aesthetic. they let them customize the briefcases again, like. That was yes. fucking cool. And some of them would be so cool. And you could just sell more of them. Yeah, God forbid you make more money. Why does it need to be a briefcase? Like, why can't she just have, like, a little, like, coin purse that she just, like, has folded the contract up into? Like, I'm not saying that is, like, character specific. But you know what I mean. Like, an amulet. Carrying that's- around just, like, raggedy-ass, super-folded contracts. <laughs> sure. Like, that's, ex- uh, you know, that's exactly. Tips. Yeah, that's exactly what, uh, what fucking... Uh, I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> I can't think of anything now because this is not turning out the way I wanted it to. <laughs> did, did, did everybody give their fours? Everyone gave their fours. All right. All right. Your fives. Uh, who's that? Is it me to start yes. the fives? You're, yeah, you start I, the fives. This is where I have Ember Moon for five points. Okay. Spencer. Uh, Alexa Bliss for five. That's reasonable. Here is where I have Dana Brooke. You're a fucking madman. <laughs> you're Dr. Chuckle and Mr. Hyde. I am. From you're the Dr. Night Dana after, and Mr. Brooke. <laughs> from the night after WrestleMania, they gave her that weird promo that was like, it's a new season and like, uh, this is a new Dana Brooke. And sure, they didn't capitalize on it at all. And then the next thing you know, she's announced for this match because she's taking the spot of Sasha Banks. Fucking Zack Ryder won the Intercontinental title WrestleMania match for no fucking reason except to shock people. What's going to shock people? Dana Brooke went in this goddamn match. Is it worth it, though, honestly, in terms of, like, recognition? No. Like, for, mean, for, the, for the company, I mean. Like. So, so it also would be interesting timing because there was just released those notes from... Uh, Wade Keller from the Pro Wrestling Torch uh, had like a WWE writer or like somebody close to the writing team on, like basically expressing everything that everyone's been saying online is actually happening backstage. Triple H is so frustrated. So many bad instances like Vince McMahon telling Andrade to learn English already, like stuff like that. And one of the most interesting notes in that was that they said the person who's been working harder than anybody over the past three years has been Dana fucking Brooke. And everyone loves her. She still trains at the performance center. She helps build the ring still. She doesn't need to do that. Everyone fucking loves her. So maybe this is like, oh, let's appease everyone. Let's give it to Dana Brooke. Like, I do, this, I do this have a right, question. Right, this is your, oh, sorry. This is your right now, You know that scene from uh, It's Always Sunny where Charlie Day is losing his fucking mind? So I go down to Carol in HR and I say, Carol, Carol, but there is no Carol in HR. I got boxes full of Pepe. Man, that's hey, you right now. First of all, I've been I've been Charlie Day before Charlie Day was a thing. All right, <laughs> that's true. I've been doing this for pickups forever. Fuck, I am. I'm fat. Ah, I'm fat Charlie Day. I'm Charlie Week. 
I, <laughs> I do. I do have, have one question. Yeah, Charlie you Way. Ta- you, you were just talking about <laughs> Charlie Way. You were just talking about suitcases must look good with the people. How is Dana Brooke going to hold a suitcase and do her flips at the same time? She doesn't need a hand for that. Flip, or wait, does she? She'll flip over she it. She doesn't. She'll set it down. She'll flip over. She'll pick it up on the comeback. I forgot about the cartwheel wind. Fuck you. <laughs> but she, I don't think she uses both hands. Let's even no, that's, that's the impressive part. She doesn't use her hands. Yeah, that would look cool as shit. But it might See? throw the differential off or something. That's true. I'm, I'm making you guys think. Rich, yes. five-pointer. Please, let's please move on from Dana Brooke, please. Uh, this is why I have Ember Moon as my five-pointer. Okay. All right, so our so our final two, so you'll unveil who your six is, which of course means we know who your seven is, so just go ahead and unveil it. Uh, Spencer. Feels okay. good. It feels good not to spiral for once. Not to be the one spiraling for once. <laughs> uh, well, this is where I have Ember Moon, uh, which means I have Mandy Rose winning. Okay. I have, for six points, Bailey, which means I also have Mandy Rose for seven oh, winning. Because if somebody's going to look at it with a briefcase... Might as well make sure they look good with anything. Yeah. Rich. Um, I have Mandy Rose for six here because even if she could just have Sonya be the one carrying it. Uh, and I have, which means I have Bailey here winning because what would be more WWE than to stick it to Sasha Banks <laughs> by having Bailey win the fucking That's money amazing. in the bank? I, no, I didn't really. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Spencer. Um, is Sasha just like on the outs? Is she being like taken off? We, no who, one knows who the fuck. Literally everything across the board is okay. being fucking like report. So well, like, I missed the last couple weeks of shows, so I just was unaware of what was happening. I knew Sasha was not happy with situations. I didn't realize it's probably de facto broken up the team. Oh, it's, yeah, it's done. Okay, they were going to break up the team in the shakeup anyway, okay. and they told her that after they lost the titles, which they were also unhappy about. So she just yeah. walked out, and she hasn't been back since. Okay, so that's uh, why I had yeah. Bailey so low. Was I, I assumed she was still doing tag team shit? Oh or? yeah, yeah, no. What would be a more fucking yeah. Vince? You're so right. And done and Pritchard thing than to just be like, see what would have happened if you could have right. just stuck around and been a team sure. player. Yeah. Also, uh, it would still be sticking it to Bailey. Now she has to be inconvenienced by carrying the briefcase around in airports. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're still sticking it to Bailey. Yep. Yeah. Good luck with your extra luggage. <laughs> Uh, Witten. Uh, I have for six points. I have Alexa Bliss, and for seven points, I have Bailey. Um, uh, the reason I have Bailey is because if you're gonna have Charlotte have the women's title on SmackDown, give Bailey that briefcase so that she can get that opportunity. And if you're gonna have Becky Lynch on Raw, if she's ever in a big match in which you don't want somebody to lose that match. Then you could throw Alexa Bliss in there. She did great work with, you know, Moment of Bliss and with Toast and WrestleMania and everything. So this could be kind of a, hey, thank you for doing all that you did while you were, you know, out and couldn't compete. I love uh, that Rich and I are both being like, fuck, not Alexa Bliss again. And you and Spencer are being like realists and be like, yeah, probably mm-hmm. five or six points. <laughs> uh, also... Uh, Another thing for Bailey winning uh, would be she's... She would be the first of the quote unquote four horsewomen to uh, win the money in the bank. Mm. You get to kind of close that loop as well. And she's been, and since she's been on SmackDown, she's been busting her ass. Like all of her singles match, her match with Becky was great. Like uh, it looks like a renewed Bailey. So that's good. Here's open. Uh, By the way, before we get to the men's money in the bank, I do want to point out uh, where we are in our championship game uh, is very interesting because we have, so there are 
four different matches here that could change. Nobody can get points from it. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Tope yeah. can get points because he has Kevin Owens currently. Yep. Uh, he's the only person that's on the... Well, also, technically, I could get mine. I have mm-hmm. Andrade. Yep. Uh, and then everybody else is just banking on there being no title changes and them crowning an AEW champion <laughs> at double yeah. or nothing. Yeah. yeah. Which is what Augie is hoping for with Kenny Omega, what Rich is hoping for with Hangman Page, yeah. uh, what Spencer's hoping for with Britt Baker, and Widden yeah. is just fucked because PCO already lost to Matt Taven. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, Although, hey, I, mean, I had a shot. Still, they, well, they, they, kept, they, I mean, that, that whole situation was insane and they kept him strong afterwards. So there is an outside chance that he is the one that could take it off Taven. I doubt it, but it would be uh, somewhere down the road. Uh, but yeah. my 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 pick my pick before that, um, in the round previous to that was Daniel Bryan, and when Daniel Bryan had that title opportunity on Monday Night Raw, I was so pissed because <laughs> I was just like, if he wins it and I am off by just that much, I'm gonna be yeah. oh, I was gonna be so pissed. Sure. Uh, all right, so the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Again, 0-2-7. Uh, we'll start this time. I'll still kick this one off. Uh, again, I'm not going no double Money in the Bank bullshit. I got Randy Orton for zero. Rich. <laughs> uh, same line of thinking, uh, except <sighs> it's probably more realistic than I have here, but I'm really just... I just have to believe. I, I already wrote it down. Bear, I Baron Corbin for zero. Oh, I'm not. Please don't let this happen again. Win. Uh, for zero points, I have, unfortunately, Finn Balor. He's got the IC title. And, yeah, I don't think they'll give it to him with him still having that IC title. So, Fair point. Spencer? You guys got me really scared. Because earlier you were bigging this guy up pretty Pretty big, and uh, and also with my blunder last year of uh, picking Braun for zero, I'm worried that picking Sami Zayn for zero this year is uh, really gonna fuck me up. We will fuck me find up, Sammy. Out. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we will find out. Uh, Rich, your one pointer. My one pointer. Uh, I I love him. He's one of my favorite wrestlers right now. But I feel like they see him as just a walking hope spot. I have Ali for one. Yeah. Whitten? Uh Again, designated everybody raw SmackDown heel faces to kind of give my picks. Uh, for one point, uh, I have Ricochet. Okay. Spencer? Uh, yeah, this is where I have Randy as well. Come on, he, he ain't gonna get a briefcase. Yeah. No. Uh, this is where I have Finn for one for the reasons Whitten said. I don't think they would double that up uh, again. Uh, two pointers. I think Rose um, Finn had the IC belt still when mm-hmm. I was looking. Because there's no way they'll put an IC belt guy in this, right? <laughs> <laughs> You'd think. Um, yep, I did. Two, yeah, two pointer. Uh, I have the same exact philosophy as Rich. I have Ali for two. I want to take a quick PSA moment and say, Ali, bro, do me a favor. Sunday, chill, please. <laughs> he, he terrifies me in this. Like, Ricochet's going to do a bunch of crazy shit, and Ricochet's going to be fine. Ali has the worst luck we've seen and does some crazy-ass shit. Please be safe. Please. Rich. For my two-pointer, because 
even two points is still kind of like in the realm of possibility. Yeah. And sometimes mm-hmm. Orton's just going to Orton. <laughs> this fucker Orton. just won't die. No. Nope. Shit, 10,000. snakes off my motherfucking raw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Win. Uh, for, for two points, uh, this is where I have Ali. Okay, and Spencer. Uh, yeah, I got Rick O'Shea Jackson right here. Jackson for two. Uh, Rich, your three-pointer. Uh, this is where I have Sami Zayn. Okay. okay. Widen. Uh, for three points, I have the Viper, Randy Orton. Spencer? Uh, yeah, Ollie for three. And I have Ricochet here for three. So, again, a lo- all the same except a couple m- more differences this time. A little more. One is, one is a little glaring, yes. Uh, four pointers. Widen. Uh, for four points, I have Andrade. Andrade for four. Spencer. I've got Baron Corbin here. I don't think he'll win, but I don't know. Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why <don't> not? <laughs> Like, Here's 25 minutes of reasons why not. <laughs> Way to derail this entire thing. Baron Corbin's such a big doofus, and they just love him for some mm-hmm. reason. They just love giving I him have, shit. Yeah. I have I have Corbin for four two, and for a hot second I had him much higher because by all accounts, he's getting a shot at Seth at some point. He just beat Seth clean on Raw. Um It's so strange. Yeah. He and also with the briefcase because he yeah. wears business casual as it is. Right. And they're doing that announcement gimmick. What better way than say yeah, like and a two time money in the bank winner. Just a shit and see a punk cereal some more. <laughs> uh, Rich, your four pointer. My four pointer. My four pointer. Here's Ricochet. Just thinking of Baron Corbin being a two-time Money in the Bank winner made Rich lose all ability to speak. It's true. Uh, the fives, the five-pointers. Uh, Spencer. Let's see here for five points. I've got Andrade here. I I'd, I'd, wouldn't be too surprised if he won. I would be surprised, but I wouldn't be too surprised. This is where I have Sammy for five. Uh, they fucking love him right now and everything that he's doing. Uh, Bio reports this is Vince McMahon's like pet project because he's just letting Sami Zayn go out there and say what Vince McMahon wants to say to us, apparently. Yeah, so, I heard that too. which is like, weird. what a fucking weird world! Like, yep. yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, so if if so, Vince McMahon wants to be world champion for a little while, I mean, Sami Zayn's gonna win this. <laughs> uh, and again, like I said earlier, there's some stories with KO there and whatnot that I think him having a briefcase uh, in his hand would be uh, a good a good story. And God damn it, he also just fucking deserves it. Rich. Yeah. Uh, here's where I have Finn Balor for five, just based off of, uh, honestly, just like a lot of pedigree. And, you know, they're never not high on him. So mm-hmm. there's always a chance. Sure. Uh, Whitten. Uh, for five points, I didn't want to do it, but I had to. I have Baron Corbin. Man, that's my fucking zero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, it's I'll, kind of the same I'll, thing for I'll Spencer. Explore. We all got Sam. We all got Sammy higher, and Spencer's got it for zero. Yeah. Except well, Spen- again, Spencer's being pessimistic. You're just being optimistic. That's a good point. Sixes and sevens. I think we all have the same person winning, and this is kind of weird. Maybe I don't. Okay. 
So my six-pointer is Drew McIntyre because <laughs> it just seems too, like, too obvious, you know? Yeah. So my seven-pointer, to give him a push and a bump and so he can have somebody hold it for him, mm-hmm. I got Andrade for seven. Yeah, the thought crossed my mind was Zelina holding the briefcase. You know, that he's fucking great. They're looking for that next big Latino star. They moved him back to Fox. Mm, that's I true. It's in mind. So I, I I would be shocked if one of those two did not win. That's like I could if I could go seven for both Andrade and McIntyre, I would. Uh Rich. Uh, yeah, I mean, same, honestly, but just flip him. I have Andrade for six. Uh, I honestly think, yeah, he would pair the best visually with the briefcase, uh, and you lay out a great case. Uh, but Drew is just kind of like, yeah, he's the obvious candidate. He's their guy. You know? Um, so also kind of depends on what show again, not that this really, really fucking matters, but what show you want to have that on, um, he could still do also. Oh shit! They both have DDTs, so they could DDT people into the briefcase. Uh, I still went with Drew for seven, just because it feels safer. Yeah, Drew reminds me a lot of Del Rio when Del Rio. I mean, this is a compliment. (laughs) No, 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 I'm I'm with you. When Del Rio won Money in the Bank, it's like he'd won the Rumble. He'd been very well protected, but every time Mm -hmm. he got a title shot opportunity, he lost Edge, lost to Christian. Like it took him a while. This was like, okay, here's your thing. You know, you're going to get this now. So just wait it out until we're ready to do it. Yeah. Uh, Witten. Uh, for six, I have Sami Zayn. And for seven, I have Drew McIntyre. Uh, I kind of went into this going like the raw heel was going to come out on top. So that's why I've got McIntyre, Zayn, and Corbin. Andrade is my top SmackDown guy, but I think a raw person is going to take this. Um, also, the one thing we have not talked about with Corbin and McIntyre in this match, Bobby Lashley ain't doing dick right now. No. Oh. And this oh. and this and this match has no DQ or anything. So Bobby Lashley could come out and help both of them to, to for one of them to win this thing. That's that's something to think about. That's true. You just glazed my eyes over with <laughs> just thinking about Bobby Lashley getting involved in this. Just... And also but also just the one one quick thing, sorry. Wouldn't it be cool? Just pipe dream. Wouldn't it be cool to see KOB Kofi Sammy wins money in the bank. Sammy cashes it in and wins. And you have those two best friends as the world champions. Sure. Just that'd be awesome. Dream. be great. Spencer? So my, uh, I was saying earlier when I picked Ember as my runner-up, that that's like my bias showing, mm-hmm. which is the same here. I have got Finn as the runner-up here. Oh, come on, that's not going to happen. That's stupid. Uh, which means I have Drew uh, winning the whole thing. I just like Finn Balor so much, and they just they just dumb a boy so dirty for the last like three years. Yeah, they like, sure. Yeah, belt, but like his personality fucking sucks. Yeah, he always he fucking loves to smile. Yeah, cool gimmick. It's like smile. It's like it's like you know like all the like NFL does like oh what if this would have happened or what if that would have happened what if. When Finn first won the Universal title, what if he did not injure his shoulder? I think he about that. Lost, yeah. Uh, he would have lost to Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> That's what would have happened, unfortunately. But yeah. also, he would have been in a better state. And Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, I mean, even the, even the demon, I think, is getting is misused. Of course it is. I think, so it's just yeah. like, there's nothing about Finn Bauer that just like, ugh, it just it, it hurts my heart. I know. 
Uh, but I want to point out, we were talking about uh, Smiling, what a great gimmick. Uh, when Tope and I were uh, complaining about Mojo Raleigh's existence uh, over Facebook, uh, I believe Tuesday morning, uh, and just talking about things in general, uh, Tope, we figured out that Apollo Cruz's gimmick is teeth. That's just all Apollo Cruz's gimmick is, is he just smiles. <laughs> he's got an awesome so, smile. He's got I was going to say, that's, that's very brave of you to admit you were talking about Mojo Raleigh on a Tuesday morning, as if there's nothing to do <laughs> Better on a Tuesday morning. <laughs> no, hold on. I'm, I'm going to go through the actual fucking. So hold no, on. no, uh, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. You no, no, no. I'm going to complain that I'm going to I'm going to explain this. Okay. We do were, you need to? I we do. devoted so much time to Mojo Raleigh already. No, I'm going to I'm going to browse Reddit while you're doing that. We were talking about Firefly Funhouse and talking about how people were so split on the most recent episode of it on Raw, and my quote was, "Anything is better than." "Quote unquote, the goddamn pen is blue, Mojo Raleigh," and that's how it started. That's all I wanted to say was that one joke. That's it, and then a lot of ranting and raving about Mojo Raleigh. Okay, that okay, that joke got me. That was a good joke. I don't get it, man. This sucks. Mola, explain. No, no, no. They cut it out of the Hulu uh, version for a reason. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you like. What, is he doing like a liar liar reference? No, 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 no. Uh, so you know how Mojo has been talking like the mirror to himself, like yelling like he's, he needs to be better. Well, he redebuted, and he's wearing like a blue trash bag like hoodie, and he just has like <laughs> blue like blue like pen written on half of his face is what it what? looks like, and it sucks. Who was that guy? Uh, the Japanese his name is guy? Mojo Raleigh. No, who's <laughs> that guy? <laughs> We're uh, just talking about no, like the Japanese guy in like in like ninety five. Uh, he like. <laughs> No, no, no. He wore, like, all white and just had, like, Chinese characters run all over his body. Yeah, Hakushi. Oh, Hakushi. Sorry, I thought you said Taguchi. No. So is he, like, modern-day Hakushi? No, he's current-day shitty Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> okay. What is happening? I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. I can't wait for the drunk history on Mojo Raleigh. Like, granted, my windows are open, but as soon as we started talking about Mojo Raleigh... The apartment started to smell like a fart, and it was not me. <laughs> <laughs> he sucked and had blue. <laughs> That's the drunk history of Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> All right, so Money in the Bank pickums are in the bank. <laughs> hey. Um, you want to go back to talking about Mojo Raleigh? Yes. Uh, <laughs> out of the trip. So um, some, some, some differences there uh, for the two main matches. So those are our Money in the Bank pickums. But we have to really quickly do our Twitch Money in the Bank picks. The Potswoggle title tournament is back this upcoming Wednesday, May the 22nd, 8.30 Eastern. I am your current reigning defending Potswoggle champion. Me and my boy Matt Taven going into our own Money in the Bank situation. We are going to have three eight-men Money in the Bank ladder matches Uh and the winner of those three matches will take on Matt Taven in a four-way for the Potswoggle Championship. We will get our picks out now. Of course, as champion, I get the uh, the, the majority of them. Uh, Tope won the Augie Artilla's age game. He gets the second most, and he set the order for everything else. Augie's going to get four. Rich is going to get three. Wood's going to get two. Spencer's going to get one. We will start with our roster members. Uh, I will let the people who are not here go first, because I don't want to have to have them re-pick. Uh, so Augie's first roster pick was his boy Ricochet. So that is one of Augie's. Tope's first roster pick was last year's Money in the Bank uh, Twitch winner, Jeff Hardy. So both these guys want to fucking like win or something. Uh, Rich, uh, your roster pick. Uh, my roster pick, 
may come as a surprise to some, but I'm going to select the Miz. Okay. <laughs> Why? He's a former Money in the Bank winner. Uh, I see. He is. He is. Uh, I I'm going for all different new people, and because fucking hey, I just want this guy booked somewhere. My first Money in the Bank pick is Harper. Come on, Harper. Hey. You're getting a payday. And he had a very good ladder match against Dolph Ziggler, and I'm picking Dolph Ziggler, so Harper. Uh, with your roster uh, pick. I'm going to kind of ride the wave of success here for this gentleman. My roster pick is Kofi Kingston. Okay, very good. He was in the tournament last month as uh, uh, what a Tope's, uh, what was it? Oh, no, he just picked Kofi the previous month. He was uh, uh, some kind of luchador. Oh, Kofi Cancun. That's right. Tope is going to give me a fucking heart attack with everything he makes me do. Uh, my next roster pick is my boy Pete Dunn. Just like I want to get some new blood in there. Uh, Tope's next roster pick is specifically Hunter Hearst Helmsley, not Triple H. I don't know why. He's richer. He has more money in the bank. Oh, yeah, man. can I get blue blood? Yeah, yeah that's why Tope's better than all of us. That's um, true. And... Augie's next roster pick, for whatever reason, is the Big Show. I don't know why. <laughs> There's no reason for that. Tall? I kind of know. Like, he thinks he can't. He doesn't need a ladder, I guess. I do kind of know why. <laughs> That'd be really funny if the bell rang and the Big Show just reached up and picked the bank. <laughs> the beer gets I out. Mean, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, I do kind of know why, based on his non-roster picks. But uh, yeah, uh, then Tope's uh, final. Uh, pick is Razor Ramon. Very, very good in a ladder match scenario. And uh, my final two roster picks are going to be Ali. So I want to see him in more than just this Sundays. And uh, a guy who I forgot was in the game because uh, he's like a random legend, hasn't been in the game in a while. And again, money in the bank. He's got a lot of money, at least a million of it. The million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Yeah. My roster pick. So those are the roster picks. So now we're going to go to the anything you want picks. Uh, Spencer, as you get one pick, I will let you go first. Who is your one anything you want pick for Money in the Bank? Uh, if we're looking for people that have the most money in the bank, give me the Monopoly guy, Uncle Pennybags, or whatever the fuck his name is. I have seen him. So you are good. The Monopoly guy. Thanks. Uh, Can you tell you- him that I said thanks for the free parking? I will, yes. <laughs> I will. Uh my first pick, he's all the rage right now. And you know what? I'm going to give him one more chance at being, now maybe not Vince's guy, but my guy. My first pick is Tom McGee. What? Ah. Uh, so, again, I've, I've just been, like, out of the loop uh, as far sure. as keeping up with things online. Is the, did the WWE Network, like, put something up or something like that? Or how, yeah. what happened? So... Uh, really quick Sparknotes version of this. Uh, in the mid-80s, Bret Hart had a dark match with this bodybuilder called Tom McGee. And it was such a good match, a.k.a. such a good carry job by Bret Hart, that Vince McMahon exclaimed that Tom McGee was going to be the next Hulk Hogan. <laughs> the, guy, the guy had an incredible look, amazing athleticism. He literally got into the ring doing a standing shooting star press from the top rope and landed on his goddamn feet. Uh, so they signed him and they took him off TV and they were going to groom him and build him. And then three years later, he sucked and nothing ever happened with him. But this match has been like an urban legend of like, how good is this match? The tape disappeared. Literally, uh, Cole Cabana requested it every week in developmental and they would never send it to him. Like everyone just thought it didn't happen. And like they were hiding it for some reason. 
And then lo and behold, some like woman had it in like a bag of Bret Hart tapes that he was having her convert to DVDs because Bret Hart just all only wants to do is watch all of his matches back with his pants off. And <laughs> and then everyone's been wanting to see this match. What's he doing with uh, his pants off? Is he stroking it? Bret Hart? That's what he had, right? He had a stroke, right? <laughs> wow. Oh. I don't know. You guys it, make fun of Bret Hart all the time. That would be fun if I did it once. <laughs> it was. And I feel bad because that was the one time I wasn't making that reference. It was just Bret Hart would masturbate to his own matches. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, yeah. You're allowed one. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, so this match like got unveiled, and uh, Starcast, which is not an AEW thing, quote unquote, uh, and Conrad Thompson were uh, kept getting guys stolen away from WWE because they were going to have the Undertaker, they're going to have Shawn Michaels, they're going to have all these people, and they kept getting like pulled. Kurt Angle. Um, so their other big thing is like, okay, well, we have the Tom McGee Bret Hart match now. We're going to have them come out and do like a, their first time interview about the match and show the match to everybody. That's awesome. So on Wednesday, WWE is like, oh, hey, we found this match. We're doing a 30-minute documentary and showing you the match. No way. Yep. And it Those was bastards. Great. It was, well, <laughs> if you think about it, like, it is their property. Like, it no, is I their know, match. for sure. I'm just saying, like, man, I can't, they're so fucking petty. They're going to fucking it's scoop it like petty. that after hiding it for 20 or 30 years. Yep. They, they sit on this shit for a reason, man. I guess like, so. They could have had Brett and Sean kiss and make up fucking 20 years earlier. And they waited until TNA tried to go head to head with them. Like, yeah. never doubt. Yeah, they, hey. Just wait in September for the first AEW on TNT show. Like that raw, that Monday on Raw, you best believe CM Punk's gonna come out and go to sleep with one of Triple H's cars. Like, no, that's gonna happen. Honestly, I didn't think about it in those terms, but you're right. Like, yeah, starting in September, yeah, shit's on. Raw is gonna be so good. Yeah, <laughs> shit is on. Fuck, I can't wait. Like, they're not even gonna be going like head to head on the same night, apparently, no. or whatever. But like, still, shit will be on. Fuck, it already is. It already is. That's is a, it? a fantastic 30-minute match. Yeah. Wow. All the big guns. Tom McGee. <laughs> okay. It was, I'm just saying. Oh no, it's it's incredibly petty and it's I mean, yeah, it's but it was it was a great documentary. It was fun to finally like see this match that like if you've been in the internet wrestling community as long as I have, like that you've heard about yeah. this match. Uh they're still doing the Starcast thing, by the way. Like they're still <laughs> doing it. That's good. Uh, what? Some some people at a principal, like Colt, I think, said on Twitter, he's like, I've been waiting 20 years to watch this match. I can't wait to watch it at Starcast. Like, I don't even think Colt watched like yeah. the like the actual documentary, but they actually got Tom McGee and interviewed him for him. He was a super nice guy. Like awesome. Like, yeah, it's crazy that this is, you know, they interviewed Cassius Ono and uh fucking like uh like all like of Brett's like family and stuff, like him talking about this match. It was really well done. What's uh, what's more impressive? The Tom McGee Bret Hart match or the fact that like something just went for decades without being on the internet yeah. until now. Sure. Uh, uh, definitely that because the match is exactly what everyone thought it was at this point going to be. It's just a fine, like 1986 wrestling match. There's one moment where, uh, so like I said, McGee's super athletic, you know, like the Daniel Bryan, like run up the corner, like backflip spot. Mm-hmm. Like he does that, but Brett doesn't duck, but he still just clears Brett. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> fuck. Like everybody else normally ducks there. He just cleared him. Totally. And he has a pretty good backflip and like, you know, but it's like, okay, cool. I finally got to see this. I'm glad it's done. Uh, but when this happened, I was on community creations. And one of the most recent things was Tom McGee. And I'm like, well, fuck. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, just, 
I'll just download Tom McGee and get this over with. Yeah. Uh, my second pick is uh, oh, which one of these do I want to go with? Um, uh, fuck it. It was on TV the other day. Uh, a movie from my childhood. I love it. Uh, the main character from that movie, the main villain from that movie, Major Chip Hazard from Small Soldiers. Nice. Can you give me like a real quick synopsis of him too? <laughs> uh, sure. In 1998. Uh, oh my god. Tommy Lee Jones wanted money, so he went into a recording <laughs> studio, and he read really, really corny lines as this uh, action character called Chip Hazard. And my wife's asleep, so she's not talking about Gorgonites. Uh, Rich, one of your two picks. Uh, Mr. Miz. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <sighs> I hate you so much. I hate you so much. Because mm-hmm. now I have to announce the first official match for this year's Swoggle Mania. Every mm-hmm. Miz I've found, every George Mizanin I've found against one another in however many matches I need it to be. <laughs> at the moment, I have oh five God. of them. So as of the moment, it's a George Mizanin five-way. <laughs> and at this point, it may be for the Fozzle Championship. We'll find out. That explains why you picked the fucking Miz. I love this. Uh, Tope's first pick is Buzz Lightyear. That's fun. Hmm. Y'all have a little bit of a a toy theme going on. We do. Uh, Eps and our games. No, they don't. Buzz Things from your childhood. Which toy story is it from? Yeah. Chill, Mo. We're talking. Sorry. (laughs) 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 Every time one of you was done, I thought the other person was done, too. Um, (laughs) Augie's first pick is Donkey Kong. Hey, that's a good pick. Yeah. Damn, you know what would be fun? That was a good fit. Oh, if, Smash Brothers? Yeah, we all pick Smash Brothers characters for a match. Yeah. Great. You or we just start doing Rumbles like, as simmed Smash Brothers yeah, matches. Sure. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you. I'm sorry, we have Donkey Kong on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea. Oh, man, I might go drink the Smash Brothers before I go to bed. <laughs> so much fun. Okay. Um, <laughs> My, I'm, everything's fine here. I'm fine. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Tope's second pick. Get smashed, uh, brothers. Boom. Yeah. That's a Patreon exclusive. I've ever heard one. Yeah. Uh, Tope's dropping the the the. Uh, Tope picked Ludacris, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a reason to pick Ludacris. Yeah, he goes with everything. Well, don't you know it's Ludacris Appreciation Month? Is that true? He's got a, he's oh, got a bunch oh. of money. It is now. Chris Bridges is great. Sorry, kayfabe, ludicrous. <laughs> wait, wait, were you trying to explain it that Ludacris has a bunch of money? Is that why he picked him? Is that your reason? He's a rapper. He's in a number of the Fast and Furious movies. Look, if that was the case, Tope would have gone with one of the cash money millionaires. True. Juvenile, BG. Yeah. Or he would have picked uh, Chameleonaire. Sure. Which would have been any of them in the Fast and Furious series. I rest mm. my case. Yeah, I don't. I don't know it that well. Go I got all the best. Who do you think I got all the... the big ones like The Rock and yeah. those motherfuckers? <laughs> who who makes the most money in the fast? Tyrese, movies? straight up. Yeah, because he also was in all those Transformers movies as well. No, no, no. I'm talking. Well, I mean, <laughs> just from the fast. Uh, yeah, series? I was. I was. That is what I meant. Oh, okay. Do you think it's Chris? Yeah. Chris Bridges? Maybe. Of that, of that, like original crew. Yeah, I mean, he still probably makes more than all the girls. That, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, which is yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. I got all the Fast and the Furious movies on Blu ray at Big Lots for $10. It was maybe the deal of my life. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, Big it's Lots a great, is a great store. It's like $1.25 per Fast and or Furious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my next pick is myself, because I'm an asshole. Mule Store. <laughs> I'm going to get this title, goddammit. I'm going to keep doing it until it's over with. Uh, Widden, who, what's your pick? Well, I mean, we're talking about money here, so I'm writing down related things. So I was going to pick a president that's on currency, but then I thought, well, wait a minute. I just saw Avengers Endgame over the weekend. Hashtag don't spoil the endgame. Well, you can and can because they lifted the ban. But anyways. Um, they lifted the ban? The who? Russo brothers. The Russo brothers. What? Bro, let me tell <laughs> you. No. No. <laughs> No, don't you ruin this for me. <laughs> because I was going to make a, uh, a Nas reference, and we've strayed too far. <laughs> Can I make it anyway? I'll make it anyway. So, Wooden, you're not out for dead presidents to represent you? Okay, thanks. We can go back to that. Oh. Uh, that's a good one. Very good. All my life. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. And, you know characters from that series has served me well like Thanos so I'm going to go with the richest one I'm going to go with Iron Man very good and also going easy on me because that's very easy to find thank you Wood um, Richard uh, Iron Man or Batman is that definitive do we know Ooh, that's a good question I think I have seen something like that before it would have to be Iron Man right you think because <clears throat> you figure before like character wise like Iron Man is doing like stuff for like the military and the government, it's like those, a, those contracts are higher was, than whatever Wayne so does. Wayne Enterprises, yeah. What do they? Do they do that shit too. Yeah. Do they still do? That well, shit? that's the thing. Is like Wayne Enterprises was like in everything. It was like one of those umbrella companies. Okay. I think it might be Batman. So I go, the, I go based, I go based off of this. Tony Stark has twenty different ways to put on the Iron Man suit. Batman still has to go down to a cave to put his on, piece by piece. Iron what Man does? That doesn't mean he's more rich. It means he's more, in like he's got more ingenuity. All right. So I don't know where this article exists, but Money.com has the five richest superheroes. Awesome. Uh, number number five is Emma Frost, one to three billion, just because she could turn into fucking diamonds. That's stupid. Yeah, that's yeah. dumb. Yeah, well, yeah, no, that's not a pay for dinner. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good. It's not a good start. Uh, number four is Charles Xavier, three point five billion. That tracks. Okay. Uh, number three is Bruce Wayne at nine point two billion. Three. Hmm. Tony Stark is number two at twelve point four billion. Well, so certainly not Lex Luthor. He's not a hero. No. Uh, number one is T'Challa, uh, Black Panther, ninety-seven oh, yeah. trillion oh, wow. dollars. Yeah. Ninety-seven trillion. <laughs> damn it! Damn it! Not, I'm sorry. Hold on. Did you say, no, stop. Hold on. Did you say ninety-seven? Ninety point seven trillion. That doesn't change anything. Nope. <laughs> That's fucking insane. So of course, so I changed my pick to Black Panther. No, <laughs> damn it. According That's to the like comics, eight times what our national debt is. Yeah, according <laughs> to the comics, vibranium costs ten thousand dollars per gram, and Wakanda's vibranium vaults have ten thousand tons of it. <laughs> it checks out. It checks so, out. I forgot about. Go. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. God. But to answer your question, Iron Man. Uh. Augie's final non-roster pick is uh, King Kong. So he went Donkey Kong, he went King Kong. His backups and, were Awesome Kong and King Kong Bundy. Oh, no, Roger? Well, I guess not. He picked Big Show? Yeah, <laughs> Big Show. yeah, well, that's, yeah that's why he picked Big Show, because he was yeah. trying to do with the, yeah. the gorilla theme, and then he just really likes Ricochet. So, 
That's Augie's last pick. Tope's last pick is the notorious Big E. So it's Big. Uh, so it's the notorious Big with Big E's move set. Oh gosh. Okay, that's fun. If for whatever reason I can't find either one of those, his backups are Abraham Lincoln and Academy Award winner Daniel Day Lewis, and I have to put that as his full name. <laughs> <laughs> I told him there might be a character limit. He goes, that's fine. Just you have to refer to him on the stream by his full name at every change. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, you take Big E and put a Coogie sweater on him. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. I actually think I've already seen something like that online. There's a lot of like rapper like uh, mismatches. So, uh, Rich, your final your final pick. Uh, let's see. I took the Miz. I took Mr. Miz. And with my final pick, I'll take Mr. Mizgulplik. <laughs> I, I fucking almost said it as a joke, you asshole. Very and I have to spell that shit. <laughs> I, where's the Funko? I have a Mixelplik Funko. I'll look at it later. Mixelplik. It's just a bunch of X's and P's and T's. It's like Sylvester the Cat spitting is all that it is. Um, my final pick is something I'm shocked it's taking me this long to do. It's uh, my favorite fucking video, uh, my favorite fucking movie character from my favorite fucking movie. I'm taking Jules Winfield. Huh? Because I, I just he came up and I was like, oh, son of a bitch. Why don't I think of that? So that fun, is a tasty pick. <laughs> it is a tasty pick. So uh, I don't have the specific matches. Uh, oh, that makes sense for the briefcase too. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Damn, that's good. That's a really good pick. What's what's inside of the, What's inside the case? I'm... You're, you're telling me this is a five star match. They don't put bourbon in there or nothing? No. Nope. <laughs> oh, I, I should have known this was what this was going to devolve into with me and Spencer. The rest of the show is being Pulp Fiction wrestling jokes. Uh, so the whole crop of wrestlers, Matt Taven, Luke Harper, Pete Dunn, Ali, Ted DiBiase, Tom McGee, Major Chip Hazard, Mule Store, Jeff, uh, Jeff Hardy, Jules Winfield, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Ray Ramone. <laughs> Stop making fun of Mule Store. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear, Ludacris, the Notorious Big E, uh, Ricochet, The Big Show, Donkey Kong, King Kong, The Miz, George Mizanin, Mr. Mizzleplick, Kofi Kingston, Iron Man, and Uncle Moneybags, the Monopoly guy. That'll be this Wednesday. A bunch of ladders, a bunch of crazy shit going on of the Podswoggle Title Tournament and Twitch. With that... Uh, we're going to wrap it up for this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, next week, we have a game-based episode for you that we recorded last week after the Augie Artilla's Gauntlet of Fire. And the week after that, we'll be finally back to talk news in the wake of uh, Double or Nothing, in the wake of Money in the Bank, in the wake of everything that's been going on. We will finally go hard as a motherfucker on all the news in two weeks. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the other podcasts on our network of shows. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts um, and rate and review us while you're there. Patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content. Uh, Podswoggle's got uh, has had a lot of it coming out. We have a lot more coming out uh, over the next couple uh, weeks and months. And from all of our shows in Arcade Audio, everyone's putting great uh, exclusive bonus stuff there. Uh, so please, please, please support. Make sure you go to all of our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube for past Twitch streams. Of course, I mentioned Twitch earlier, twitch.tv slash podswoggle. Hit us up with an email, podswoggle at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. Also, you can uh, reach us at the podswoggle mailbag, arcadeaudio.net slash podswoggle mailbag. 
And I believe that is all of our plugs. If anybody has any additional plugs, now is the time to do so. Hey, you like games and you like shows? Uh, do you like game shows? Maybe you'll like my game show. It's called Let's Three Dogs Lie, and it's a podcast on the network. And if you're in Chicago, you can see it on Mondays at 8 o'clock at Comedy Sports. It's very good, and I work very hard on it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Speaking of games, we just released a new podcast on Arcade Audio called Lakeshore and Limbo. It's a role-playing game, a cult noir improvised podcast. It's very good and very fun. Uh, additionally, as far as improv goes... Uh, Ripley is going to be uh, playing on June 29th. Might as well just start plugging it now. Uh, at the Second City, uh, 8:30. It's a Saturday. Uh, if you're in Chicago, come on out to that. Second City has a big deal, pretty big and famous, huh? Yep. Yeah, that's where all the greats came from. Bruno San Martino, <laughs> the big cat Ernie Platt, Bob Backlund. You took it in a different way. I was going to take it. <laughs> Eugene Levy, John Candy. That's Second City, right? That one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Spencer, I want to point out, uh, I mentioned that I was worried about the uh, death metal band wrestler thing, and yeah. I, you were correct. I did get them all. So Okay, yeah, the episode that just came out uh, last week, yeah. The Fibs. The Fibs episode, yeah. Black metal musician or, or uh, pro wrestler. I'm so. still perfect in the Fibs episodes, anything wrestling related, so that's good. That's good, yeah, yep. that's good. Well, the, the other uh, ones I'm dog shitting. The, the, the next fib that comes out is going to be a um, a band that performed at the Gathering of the Juggalos, or a fake band that I made up that sounds like a band <laughs> that performed at the Gathering of the Juggalos, and that was a real treat for me to do. So I implore everyone to check that episode out when it drops uh, next week. Next, yeah, when you when you hear this podcast, it'll be uh, a few days after that. Yeah, fantastic! Cannot wait. All oh, subscribe now to the podcast. Yeah, you won't miss it. It's called yeah. Last Sipping Dogs Live. You can find it on Apple iPod Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they change the name of it all the fucking time. So at any winky moment, that could be what it's called. Final thoughts, Widen. Uh, yeah, getting excited because it just got announced this week that in July, uh, GCW is coming to fucking Nashville. So Wait, Juggalo Championship Wrestling is coming to Nashville. G. <laughs> oh, oh, GCW. I was close. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so yeah. Juggalo um, Championship Wrestling. <laughs> uh, uh, how many times do you want to be in the same fucking room as a room as Nick Gage and test your fucking luck, buddy? Hey, I make sure I keep a distance. I keep my hands behind my back, and I keep my valuables in my front pockets. Okay. As long as you don't touch the wrestlers, you're fine. Very true. Go drink a light beer with Mance Warner. It'll be fun. Uh, oh, hell yes. Spencer, final thoughts? Oh, man. What's what's uh, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> no, it's the oh, end man. of the show. We're ending the show. <laughs> oh, we're ending the show? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, by the way, uh, so Spencer, your of course Spencer's quest to win a Podswoggle game is uh, is is alive and kicking. Maybe it'll end over the next couple weeks with the game podcast we recorded uh, last week. But wouldn't it be crazy if you win the ultimate game and you won Pickums this year? That's what I'm banking on, man. Yeah. Also, it's a really nice way to say I'm a perpetual loser. Is my quest to win a game is still kicking. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really good spin. I like that. Dude, it's storyline. That's an optimistic it's a good story. It's a good story, man. It's a of this podcast. Eleven years from now, can't wait to win one. It's a it's a a good solid year or two to get one wrestling theme played on the piano, right? God damn it! If you win a whole full blown game, you're still better. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Rich, final thoughts. Uh, you know how we have the Royal Rumble drinking game? Yes. Hear me out. Oh, boy. Money in the dank. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> All right. It was worth a shot. I, no, I'm still listening. I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else can say fuck that. I'm like, okay, what? Every time you have to chug as long as somebody's on a ladder. No. Oh. Money in the dank. He's saying it's a weed based game. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I was still, I just want to drink. <laughs> but we'll still, it's going to be a lot of green. For Win, for Rich, for Spencer. This is Mullet signing off for Poswoggle Wrestling Podcast Entertainment. We are slugging off. Just let him have it. It's not bad. <laughs> I'm a dad making dad jokes. <laughs> I'm a dad man. <laughs> You're a dad man, Ramsey. Dad. These are all good. These are all good funny things. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.